Welcome to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast, where we provide revolutionary training materials to individuals, healing practitioners, leaders, and influencers globally. Your kingdom destiny awaits, and it all begins with a mindset. Well, hello and welcome to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast. My name is Dr. Jessica Rothmeyer, and on this week's show, I will continue to discuss the Beatitudes. When God first told me that I would be using scripture to help people heal in their minds and find freedom emotionally, the book of Matthew became precious to me. There's just something about how he writes and highlights Jesus' teachings that establish a solid foundation for how we are to live in a kingdom culture adjusting our perspectives from that of how most people live in the world today. I just say that because as I continue to discuss each one of these Beatitudes, I'm reminded of just how powerful it is to set our mind on the things above and not on the things of this earth, and how that drastically affects our emotional health and our behaviors, and it even impacts our relationship with others. Today we're looking at the third beatitude. Blessed are those who are meek, for they will inherit the earth. In order to really understand this beatitude, I think we must first address the meaning of meek, as that is not a word we use in our language today. I think most people would see that as a character flaw rather than a strength, perhaps judging someone for being shy or unable to express themselves assertively. But In a biblical perspective, someone who is meek is demonstrating humility, and no one expressed that characteristic better than Jesus. As we discussed in past episodes, when Jesus came into the world, it was as a baby to a family that did not have a lot of money. He was literally born in a barn. And as Jesus grew and became a wise rabbi and a teacher, The religious leaders were very surprised and taken aback by him. They had assumed that this could not be the Son of God or the Messiah because he was so meek and peaceful. It was their assumption, based on the amount of evil that was happening in the world, that the coming Messiah would have to be the leader of an army, someone big and grand and full of power. But again, things in the kingdom are not like we would assume them to be through our worldly lens and our sin-bent flesh. So let's step away from our worldly perspective and step into a kingdom culture and learn more about this life-changing blessing of learning to be meek. To be honest, I think one of the biggest enemies to meekness in our modern world is social media because it really does encourage people to be self-focused and self-promoting. But someone with a spirit of humility is one that will always sacrifice for others and someone who will not take the credit for themselves. Rather, they will recognize their position of always being reliant on God. A person with true humility understands their weaknesses and they're actually healthy enough to talk about those openly and not try to excuse them or blame them on others. Genuine humility is to not focus on one's weaknesses. This behavior is actually a type of false pride. I know it can be confusing and even frustrating at times when trying to learn these godly ways of the kingdom, but hang in there. For many years, I operated in a spirit of striving, always trying to do better or try harder to please the Lord. 
And it was through some very difficult circumstances that I was humbled and brought to a level of true humility. Now, isn't that frustrating? <laughs> here, here I thought I was trying to do right by God. I was trying to be a good Christian, whatever that is, but with a genuine desire to do good works and to help others. But it was always with a sense of self-reliance and trying to achieve these things in my own strength. I was even asking for God's help at that time, praying to be more spirit-led. But what I discovered was that deep in my heart, I was still believing it was up to me to achieve the things and did not trust that if I simply depended on God and his timing, that I would still be pleasing to him. Sounds kind of silly now, but I was in a very deceptive place of bondage. The true gospel message is that we cannot achieve or earn our salvation. It is only by the grace and mercy of God through what Jesus did at the cross that we are engrafted into his holy family and have favor with him. Now, this must be a message we carry with us day in and day out in everything that we do, being completely reliant on God to carry us in his flow of grace. In scripture, this is called abiding in him. And when we surrender to that, we can then work from a place of rest, knowing that God will work in and through us as long as we are abiding in him. But that place on the vine requires prayer and alone time with the Father so that you continue to hear his voice. And it is in these times of intimacy with Jesus that you will be rejuvenated by his love to then go and do his will, full of joy and the perfect amount of energy to accomplish all that he destined for you to do. I don't know about you, but I always seem to slip back into a type of thinking that it's so much harder now in our modern society than in biblical times to be holy or to retain a biblical mindset. And perhaps that is true to a certain degree, but the many stories throughout scripture, both Old and New Testament, are filled with times when even the most godly men and women struggle with pride. This is our greatest enemy in life. Pride will keep us from a close relationship with God, and it will interfere with our ability to touch the lives of others. So, of course, Satan will try to use this weapon of pride or self-focus against us as much as possible and to normalize it and accept it as a good thing, like it is perceived to be today. As a mental health professional going to different trainings and reading the most current resources on counseling, I would become very frustrated with the number of methodologies and schools of thought that focused on self, self-awareness, self-comfort, self-care, self-affirmations, self-serving. This led people to become more and more self-focused. And I knew through my experience of counseling from a spiritual perspective, that this was the last place where people were going to find their healing. And yet this was the instruction from the world to the majority of counseling clients who are seeking healing. Just focus on yourself more. And this is a convincing teaching that is reinforced by the world, not just in the mental health field, but really as an overall mindset in our world today, that we as human beings need to take care of ourselves, to be independent and self-reliant. And if there's something in your life that's not working, you need to go and fix yourself. 
with this intrinsic kind of thinking and lifelong indoctrination that we all received, by the way, learning to live a surrendered and submitted life to Christ can be quite difficult. Not that your heart doesn't want to comply, but your mind and your natural behaviors tend to fall back into worldly teaching. This is why I'm so passionate in teaching people how to set their minds on the kingdom. And that takes a concerted effort every day. The more you do it, the easier it gets. Until thinking from a kingdom perspective is your mind's natural progression. In order to be free from pride and self-focus, the key is learning to be sensitive to the convictions of the Holy Spirit. There has to be an openness in your heart and a trust that God is good in order for you to truly submit in a way that would transform you into authentic meekness. Otherwise, you will only have times of humility, but not live that out in an overall lifestyle, as Jesus was instructing us to do in this beatitude. To walk in humility means you will frequently confess and repent for the ways you are trying to be self-reliant, or for how you have started to agree with the world again. People who learn to have their heart open to conviction find that there are many ways that they can offend the Lord. When people are insensitive or hardened to God's spirit, those with pride will think that they have nothing to confess, that they're good, and maybe even that they try to use the gospel message of grace as their defense. But that's simply not how the kingdom works. There is a vulnerability that comes with intimacy, which is true in human relationships as well. But even more so when you have intimacy with Jesus, he creates such a softness in your heart that makes it impossible to ignore and not be completely broken over the smallest ways that you may offend your loving father or grieve the Holy Spirit. The more you press into that intimacy, the more vigilant you will become in recognizing these promptings. And when that happens, take a moment to go before the Lord and repent. Repentance is not just for the big sins, the ones that even the world would recognize as a sin, such as having an affair or having an addiction. Rather, in these deeper places of knowing God's heart, you will realize that there are so many ways that our flesh goes against the spirit within us. Confession is a very healing activity. And when you repent, not only are you making things right between you and God in the spiritual realm, but you are also training and harnessing your flesh to submit to the spirit within you. This is the best way to realign your mindset by making the decision with your mind and with your will to have a godly perspective, despite your emotions, despite your wounded soul, and even despite your desire to be heard or affirmed by others. So once you understand that being meek is really about living a humble lifestyle, having reliance on God every single day for forgiveness, and being open to the Holy Spirit revealing God's truth to you, the next step is to see how this characteristic of meekness manifests in you to others. After all, we are to reflect the character and nature of Jesus to the world around us. I think the best way people see this transformation is if you can be tempered in your reactions to the circumstances of life. Can you keep your peace? Do you become easily frustrated or angry? 
These are signs of pride, striving, and self-reliance. Anger arises from weakness of character, wrote Scotty Smith of the Gospel Coalition. The meek person is able to conquer their fury. And John Piper taught that Jesus preached the Sermon on the Mount so that his father would get the glory for the way that the disciples were living. His aim was to create a lifestyle in his disciples that would make people think about the value of God. So, my friends, it should be at the forefront of our minds and hearts to live in a way that causes others to see God in us. And this is not for notoriety or popularity. This is not about trying to please others. Rather, this is truly learning to emulate who Christ is so that those who do not yet know him could at least become familiar with his character by how you choose to live your life in a meek and humble way. Another example, I think, is 1 Peter 3, when he is speaking particularly to wives, but this really applies to all of us as Christians, that we are not to focus on our outward appearance, that this is a false value of the world. Beauty in the kingdom is about your heart. It is about being submitted to the Lord first in everything. And that is beautiful in God's eyes. You know, it really is a challenge to continue learning and applying these biblical principles. But I will tell you, it is completely worth it. You can trust that God, in his perfect timing and everlasting kindness, will continue to hone and refine in you Christ-like characteristics. It is no longer your responsibility or burden to fix yourself. Jesus says, my burden is easy and my yoke is light. Stay tethered to him and you will prosper. Finally, what does it mean to inherit the earth? Several of the other Beatitudes say, blessed are they for they shall inherit the kingdom or inherit heaven, which seems to make perfect sense that our motivation is knowing, in the end, we have the ultimate reward of being with our Father in heaven. But in this beatitude, Jesus says that the meek will inherit the earth. It basically still attributes to our salvation, but more of a focus on how to endure day in and day out here on the earth, until that glorious day when you go home to be with the Father. That with an attitude and a mindset of being meek, of expressing humility, that God will bless you and keep you in his loving graces so that you may endure the difficult circumstances of this world and still be blessed. By experiencing these spiritual blessings, this is the key to living victoriously here on the earth. Truly, through this characteristic of being meek, you will experience God's peace that surpasses understanding, knowing it is not of you or your accomplishments, rather purely through your dependence on him. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I would challenge you that this significant takeaway should be examining your worldly views of being meek and allow the Holy Spirit to give you further revelation in this area, perhaps conviction in ways that you have continued to be self-reliant, in ways that perhaps you continue to struggle in life that would lead to emotional outbursts or outward reactions that would not be seen as godly or Christ-like to others. 
learn to confess and repent on a regular basis to continue to submit and be in a position of true humility, demonstrating your reliance on the Lord. Join me next week as we continue to study the Beatitudes and how to live in a kingdom culture. If you are enjoying this teaching series, I would encourage you to check out my latest book, It's Time for a Revolution, which gives step-by-step instructions in how to have a kingdom mindset, including mind training techniques, soul healing experiences, and specific prayers to help you experience freedom and healing. It's Time for Revolution was written for both the individual and for those who are healers themselves as a guidebook in releasing transformation in the lives of others. This book can be purchased directly on the website kingdommindset.global or on Amazon. Thank you for listening today. May you be blessed in your mind and in your spirit. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed today's teaching, I would invite you to subscribe to the show and share it with others to bring healing and transformation to the lives of those around you.